Good morning, Deposit Kings. I suffer from a debilitating condition known as atropic shockitis. Peter's one of the greatest depositors I've ever seen. Trust the process. Let's go. Let's go. I got auto match with Levitan. This is bullshit. If I just go the other way in that 66, I win all the money. All the money. If I had 150 lineups, I'd win too. Hey everyone. Howdy, Luke. I was very slow getting this event up uh, today. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm living my life one minute at a time. I was just telling someone it feels very weird to be going about your normal routine, knowing that you could be ejected from it any second now. So I'm still trying to do things like normal while knowing that at any second, it could all get flipped on its head. But I enjoy doing this show. And uh, I didn't play much yesterday, but then I saw a couple Deposit Kings just absolutely crushed yesterday. So I wanted to highlight some of their lineups, look at some of the underdog stuff. We can look at my one lineup that I played in the spy. I think we could also look at some of the lineups that took down the Millies. It was another classic day in the GPP streets with the chalk smashing. So I thought, what better way to bide our time until this baby comes than getting on here, hanging out with you guys, drinking some coffee, and of course, of course, I, I I don't know if I would have done this show if I didn't know I could feed the ducks for a full hour. It is time to feed the ducks here. I mean, this, this beat, it just centers me. Anytime I feel like things are spiraling out of control, I don't have a grasp on things, that life's too much, I just feed the ducks and I feel good. Here we go. Purple Yosh had a big day yesterday. I'm too ble I'm too blessed to be stressed today. I'm not going to tilt that I fucking played Deshaun Watson yesterday. I mean, what was I thinking? But I'm too blessed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Let's just celebrate the people who actually crushed yesterday. Let me find this Purple Yosh lineup here. Shout out to Yosh. I'm disorganized today too. Normally I have all my stuff set up ahead of time. We're flying by the seat of our pants. One second here. Uh, purple Yosh. Purple Yosh here. Jared Goff. He ran out a naked Jared Goff lineup. P. Ryan, Zonovan Knight, Tyree Kill, A.J. Brown, Trent Sherfield, Evan Ingram, Christian McCaffrey, Steelers D. Look at this. Nice. Fifth place there, Purple Yosh. Well done. Kyle, yesterday crushed you. We're going we're gonna to uplift some souls today. Yesterday was a pretty brutal day just in that not only did we have the chalk hitting again, but there were so many injuries. It just seemed like a never-ending stream of players getting hurt. Congratulations, Nate. Nate Min cashed again. Shout out to all the Min cashers out there. Mm. Well, I, I saw Purple Yosh talking about this, and it did dovetail 
with what we were talking about with JM on Friday in that there were so many players on this slate who could put up 30-plus points, 40-plus points, and you look at some of the winning lineups, and we can look at the lineup that won the Millie, and I would say it wasn't as... There wasn't as much correlation needed yesterday to win. Even early on when it seemed like the Jalen Hurts double stacks were going to win it all, it ended up being some of the cheap QBs that helped unlock being able to get Devontae Adams, Amon Ross St. Brown, A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill. The one the one play that eluded me that I was, you know, quote-unquote on but didn't end up playing was the Geno Smith doubles. Pretty disappointed in that. Geno Smith gets you almost 28 points at 6,100. And then Metcalf and Lockett at a 12.7K salary combined put up almost 60 points. So you get almost 90 points there across, what, 18K in salary? Almost 19K in salary? I should have played the Geno doubles instead of fucking Deshaun Watson. Hmm. Let's um let's first start though here and look at a couple of our fellow deposit kings who absolutely smashed yesterday. Uh so Paul, who goes by I was inverted, he's on an absolute heater in these underdog contests. I played way more volume on underdog this past week than I have, partly because I was like, I don't know what my Sunday's gonna look like. I don't want to be fiddling with lineups, I'll just blast off on battle royales. So you can see here, I had 50 entries in Battle Royale, but Paul ships this thing, 25K up top, a pretty sick lineup. Again, going back to this idea of not a ton of correlation. Oops, where am I? Um, not a ton of correlation needed in this specific week. He has the Jalen Hurts to AJ Brown, obviously smart avoiding any Tennessee bringbacks there. You get the Christian McCaffrey, who was really cheap early in the week and even super cheap on Sunday. This eye tag here, the injured tag, that was still there even on Sunday. And he was just plummeting in drafts. Anyone who watched the cram yesterday morning knows that I passed on him in like the fourth round because I was building some dumb Kenny Pickett double stack. But you get Christian McCaffrey super cheap and then you're able to also get in Devontae Adams. So the, I think the, he probably started Devontae Adams and then you're able to get Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown in the second and third. Christian McCaffrey falls to the fourth. And then uh, DK Metcalf, Evan Ingram there to round things out. So just a super nice lineup there going a little off the board at tight end, which I like. That was the other disappointing thing with all of these, you know, Battle Royale teams. I think my best team here, what was my best team? It had uh, Cole Komet. I had a Justin Fields, Cole Komet. Justin Fields was really cheap. I thought that was going to smash uh, after he ripped off that 50-yard touchdown. ETN, though, man, what a disappointment that was. I think, what, the biggest killers yesterday, probably Travis Kelsey, right, in, in Battle Royales. He was 101 almost everywhere. And then Travis Kelsey hurt, too. Because you were taking Travis Kelsey 101. Can I find uh, some of my Kelsey teams? that hurt mark andrews hurt too right i mean mark andrews this poor guy 7.4 points so it was like one of those things where even if you got in this is where i ran a geno smith double stack even if you hit the double stack you hit Devonte adams 
it was really hard to get enough points from your tight end to end up in the optimal there. But again, shout out to Paul. Just a 6-6 score. And um, anyone who thinks that there's just luck (laughs) that goes into these things, Paul has been grinding these. I I was doing a bunch of drafts early in the week. I saw Paul in there a ton. He's been putting in the work, has a very good feel for these contests, clearly. And uh, yeah, the Battle Royale format is super, super fun. I also like the, the goal line stand format. I only did two of those, but it's a little funner when you have a 12... 12 spots um, versus the six. So you get, you know, 72 people drafted instead of 36. Ooh, Mike White stack here. And uh, what was my other one? Oh, George Pickens. Man, what the fuck happened to George Pickens yesterday? I'm starting to think George Pickens isn't going to win anyone a million dollars this year. Michael, you got seventh. Nice. Let's see this. Seventh place. Wait, oh, I'm on goal line stand right now. Let's check out your seventh place team. Jalen Hurts to AJ Brown. So another skinny there. He has Tyler Lockett instead of DK Metcalf. Both have Devontae Adams. And again, um, Pat Fryermuth, who was getting drafted in every battle royale, probably one of the better tight end picks along with Evan Ingram. And then Samaj P. Ryan. Ooh, the swap on Samaj P. Ryan, too. Okay, I like that. So you had Joe Mixon in there and then set up your swap. And for people who aren't familiar with how this battle royale works, is so you draft six players but then you can set your rankings. So if you do want to take a stab on taking a guy who's a game time decision, like a Joe Mixon, a Josh Jacobs, a Debo Samuel, as long as you set your rankings, if that guy is ruled out like Joe Mixon was, you'll get the next guy up. So uh, very nice play there and uh, nice for Raise It to take advantage of that swap there as well. And Kobe Shorts won the goal line stand? All right, look at all you guys. Crash Rich, is this you, Kobe Shorts? Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Christian Watson, D.K. Metcalf, Miles Sanders, Evan Ingram. So, I mean, we've seen the construction now across the three lineups. It was the Jalen Hurts skinny, one Seattle wide receiver, um, got away with not needing Devontae Adams, um, but you wouldn't have been able to get Devontae Adams in this format along with Hurts and A.J. Brown. And then you get um, kind of two slightly off the board uh, at the onesies running back, and tight end there, Miles Sanders, Evan Ingram. So nice work there. Yeah, Eckler was another one who was frustrating yesterday. What was what was Eckler's final line? What was Austin Eckler's final line yesterday? Eckler, 10 for 35 on the ground, 5 for 67 through the air. I mean, you're still getting 12 points through the air. It's crazy how... It's still nice, though, that for Austin Eckler, 15 points, I guess, in full-point PPRs is floor game. But, yeah, definitely disappointing. This Chargers team is just a, a walking embodiment of disappointment. Um, I wanted to give a shout-out to, to... And then we'll look at... Um, so, Jay Fresh yesterday, who is in the Deposit Kingdom Discord in the Hand Builders and Opto Bros channel, super sharp showdown player... He finished a three-way split up top in the DraftKings showdown last night for $150,000. And uh, Jay Fresh has been crushing these contests as well. If you're in that channel, um, he shares a lot of good information as well on stuff he's thinking about with the slate. So absolutely huge score here by Jay Fresh. I can pull up the lineup here. Tony Pollard, captain. CeeDee Lamb, 
Zeke Elliott, Gallup, Cowboys D, Alec Pierce. So a pretty logical lineup here, right? You just have, you're playing the Cowboys smash narrative, both running backs and the defense. And then you get the one-off Colts piece that hits the touchdown. I mean, super, super nice lineup there. So shout out Jay Fresh and I was inverted for absolutely smashing yesterday. It is a beautiful lineup. And to only be duped three times. Super, super nice there. Um, Matthew says, anyone who started Watson yesterday, unless their only other option on the planet Earth was Wester Wilson, you should suspend yourself for the remainder of the season. I guess I should suspend myself for the rest of the season. Um, the Deshaun Watson stuff, it felt so gross uh, because he was he was the best leverage play. He was the best ceiling play relative to ownership at the quarterback position. And on top of that, he had two of the best points per dollar punt plays as far as Harrison Bryant uh, was, what, 2,700 in DPJ. So let's just look at this gross lineup I built here. So this was the lineup I put in the spy. Um, <laughs> I meant to swap, swap off of Skybor. Uh, we were talking about that in the, in the cram this morning, how he was going to be very popular. Um, but I had a Watson to DPJ and Harrison Bryant. Did the Damian Pierce bring back um, and then trying to get in a few of the alpha studs around it. And again, because you had such cheap stuff with Bryant, DPJ, and Sky, I was able to get in CMC, Jamar Chase, AJ Brown. Um, yeah, I don't even really want to talk about this lineup. I feel disgusting with myself that I played Deshaun Watson. Um, and I'm, I'm frankly, I'm glad. I'm glad he fucking sucked. It was it was solace in watching him play like absolute dog shit yesterday. I wasn't going to win anyway, so might as well take Deshaun Watson down with me. We talk about, you know, what was my bet? I was going to try to mush the cash game grinders by to tossing the ceiling optimal into the double spy one of those weeks. Well, I wanted to mush Deshaun Watson by putting him in my main lineup. Look at this lineup, though. That one, so there was a couple Millie Makers yesterday on DraftKings. This was the 555 Millie, and we played. Did, you know what I just realized? I haven't done a fucking coffee pour. Where where's the chat harassing me to do a coffee pour? I don't feel like talking about uh, Deshaun Watson anymore. Uh, nor do I feel like even defending why it was a justifiable play. So I'm just going to move on. But let's look at let's look at this lineup that won the five five five. So we had two lineups in this for the tilt space. We did have a Deshaun Watson and we had a Justin Fields. But this team, and I'm trying to stay relaxed. We're feeding the ducks, having coffee, about to become a dad. I'm not going to tilt too hard. But this lineup, Jared Goff to Amon Ross St. Brown, that's fine. Josh Jacobs, Samaj P. Ryan, fine. Garrett Wilson, Nico Collins, Evan Ingram, Devontae Adams, Rams D. So there's a couple things here that massively tilt me. First of all, you have the three cash game wide receivers, right? 
Anyone playing cash games yesterday most likely had at least two of Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Garrett Wilson, and Nico Collins, and a lot of people had all three of these guys. This is what tilts me so much. You're rolling out Jared Goff. You're singling him with Amon Ross, and you're bringing it back with Evan Ingram. How you don't play DJ Chark over Nico Collins, and you still get there. You still win this tournament. You still win a million dollars and you double stack Jared Goff. Not having DJ Chark instead of Nico Collins. I don't know why, but it pisses me off so much. I think it just sums up this year in a nutshell. And then you play, you do play both Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. I don't even think that's necessarily that bad. I mean, as we've talked about with JM every single Friday, one of these guys puts up 30 every week and the other one doesn't kill you. And this week, one of them put up 40 and the other put up 25. So you essentially got the 230 burgers from both of them this week. I was listening. I listened to uh, the Gilcast this morning, and I, I think Nate Noling said he played Jacobs and Adams together. And his comment was just, this offense is so heavily concentrated that you know where all the production is going. And it is really insane how concentrated it is around these guys. Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs combined for 321 of the Raiders' 404 yards on offense yesterday. 321 out of 404 yards. Man, single stacking Jared Goff. Bringing it back with Evan Ingram. I mean, too good. Too good. Yeah, the the the, the Nico Collins suck out TD at the end. Holy cow! This, this guy should have paid the price. This guy should have lost the million for not playing DJ Chark over Nico Collins. But the chalk gods rewarded him in the year of the chalk. So. Dub says, personally, I think you guys get way too wrapped up in runbacks and double stacking, etc. Um, I've we've talked about this a lot. We I think looking at Osimo's lineups last week are instructive, and I actually do agree with bringbacks are overused. But as we went through the Deposit Kingdom lineups last week, basically no one had a bringback. So this this you guys, I don't know who that's referring to because I'm not seeing a ton of bringbacks. Um, around the lineups that I review compared to say last year. And if anything, I think the meta has shown that the overcorrelating is actually really sharp. And Osimo continues to roll out those lineups every week. His main lineup yesterday was the Steelers onslaught. And obviously it doesn't work. You're like, oh, why would you roll out Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, Pat Fryermuth, Najee Harris? But when it works, it works. <laughs> he, he had it last week with Las Vegas. And so in this specific lineup, I think it goes to show why it's so bizarre to one, go into, like if you're debating in this lineup between DJ Chark and Nico Collins, similar price, right? One of them, and their projection isn't that different. Let me look at the projection in their sheet. So I had DJ Chark ceiling projection 14. Okay, I guess Nico Collins was up at 20. So there was a pretty, a decent gap in ceiling projection, but if Jared Goff is winning you a million dollars, 
how you're not willing to sacrifice a little bit of projection to come in at a quarter of the ownership, I think the correlation in the ownership boost in that scenario is definitely is definitely worth it. That's just my take. It's just my cope that I don't like playing a one-off chalky punt wide receiver. But that's why I'm here drinking coffee, feeding the ducks, and not rolling around in a pile of a million dollars right now. Hmm. 4.7K Jamison Williams. The funny thing is, is if Jamison Williams was priced like Sky Moore was, like <laughs> Jamison Williams would have been 30%, maybe even higher. I, I personally didn't consider Jamison uh, at all at 4.7K, but man. Mm. Yeah, Drake London did finally get there yesterday. What did we do in the... So in the DraftKings, uh, no, 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 that's my spy. Okay, in the Deposit Kingdom Weekly League, so I just left my lineup in there that I built with uh, JM on Friday. Actually, I did do, yeah, no, I think I left this one in there uh, exactly. Didn't touch this one. So this was the Tua to Tyreek Hill, and we brought it back with both Jawan Jennings and George Kittle. Both those uh, runbacks dusted there. It was way more of a CMC Debo game, but we were able to get in the AJ Brown Alpha. DJ Chark, 14.8 points. There it is. The DJ Chark, 5 for 98. Jets D sucked. Uh, ETN sucked. Pacheco was solid. Pacheco at 5,700, 9.7%. That works, but you guys already saw this lineup on Friday. Let's see who shipped Deposit Kingdom on for week 13 so shout out to hf hs verglin hs verglin um jalen hurts to aj brown we have samaj p ryan damian pierce christian kirk garrett wilson foster moreau zonovan knight so not a ton of correlation in this one either um the alpha stack no bring back Christian Kirk, one off. Garrett Wilson and Zonovan Knight together. Foster Moreau, one off. Damian Pierce, one off. Samaj P. Ryan, one off. Broncos defense. Definitely not a lineup I would ever build. I can say that. But not a bad lineup. I like... Man, I was so torn about the Zonovan play. I didn't obviously ended up uh, not playing him. I was pretty spooked off by James Robinson being active, but the ownership came down with that. I want to see what that carry split ended up. So Zonovan Knight, 15 carries for 90. James Robinson did work in a little bit, four for 10. And Ty Johnson did lead them in receiving. It kind of goes to show just how piss poor running back scoring was yesterday, where just punting it off with those guys, Pacheco, Brian Robinson, Zonovan Knight, Jarek McKinnon, because you look at the top of the leaderboard for running back. Sure, you had CMC, Jacobs, Pollard was the night game. P. Ryan was chalk. But then you have Swift, 5,600. Dylan, 5,600. I mean, Barkley at 8,200 with 19 points isn't getting there. You have Cam Akers, 51-19. Zonovan at 4,616.8. It was definitely a pay down week at running back. I mean, none of these. Dalvin Cook, Barkley, at those salaries, that's not getting it done. When you can get it from Pacheco, McKinnon. So Zonovan actually, just from a construction standpoint, ended up being really nice. 
I mean, that was what it does. Does someone have what the true optimal lineup was yesterday? I assume it was like Zonovan Knight and Cam Akers or Zonovan Knight and Jarek McKinnon. And then you're getting in Tyreek Adams, Amon Ross, St. Brown, AJ Brown. Was it possible to get in all four of those guys? If you punted it with say like Evan Ingram and two like 5k running backs. I think this is a good comment from Zach. A lot of this comes from the single slate, single lineup thinking there are thousands of plus EV lineups and without a bring back when building only a handful, you have to decide what levers to pull for sure. And I think that's the thing too, that is easy to struggle with as a hand builder, right? Is you're researching a slate, you're taking a macro view, you look and you see all of these plays, especially on a slate like yesterday, where there were a ton of good plays. And ultimately you have to decide, right? And you can say, all right, I'm going to go like the naked QB, like the guy, uh, like Yosh did in his lineup. And I'm going to use the cheap naked QB to get in all of these individual one-off plays. I like that all project really well. So that's one way of doing it. Or you can say, I'm going to try to nail this week's Raiders, where it's the four players from the one team who go off, or I'm going to try to nail this week's you know, Baltimore Miami game where the entire game goes nutty and five players are in the optimal lineup. And like ultimately too, you know, when we all, we pull up lineups and we uh, are just revealing our own biases and preferences of like, ah, I would have never built this or this wasn't good. When to Zach's point, a lot of these lineups are plus EV lineups. There's just a lot of them that can be made and we're all coping with not winning ourselves. Hmm. yeah let's do a little more tilting doom tilting the burks getting hurt right after scoring a td yeah and again we talk about revisionist history with not forcing bringbacks i feel pretty confident burks would have been in a lot of winning lineups if he didn't get hurt you probably would have seen a ton of the aj brown and Traylon burks minis i still can't believe he held on to that ball though I mean, what a fucking grown-ass man. JP got second in the Minimax, 50 cents to 5K. Holy shit, dude. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's awesome. I'm getting pop quizzed. Who has at least six games with 25 plus in PPR format? I mean, it has to be Devontae Adams, right? Tell me who it is. Mathology is still a proud member of the Sky More Slappy community. I I told Leone yesterday morning. I said I was, I, I said to Leone, I was like, Sky's gonna be over fifteen percent. Once once Evan Silva was out here jerking off Sky More, and it's like, hey dude, leave it to the ship chasers to jerk off and mush Sky More. All right, can't we just have that to ourselves? Once I saw Andrew Wiggins tweeting Sky More is getting a touchdown. Once I saw Davis Maddock tweeting Sky More is getting a touchdown, I knew that ownership was going through the roof. Yeah, Broncos D was a good play. Mm. I'm behind on the chat. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. The coffee was poured, but I'm about to pour again.
Joshua. Joshua is in the Deposit Kingdom streets this week. 26th. Let's check it out. Jalen Hurts. All right. Just the premium double stack. Didn't force the bring back. You heard that person in the chat saying, we're overdoing it with the bring backs. You said, all right, I'll be bullied into not including Traylon Burks. Knowing Josh is a ship chaser and a youth chaser, I'm surprised you didn't have Traylon Burks on this lineup, but you did get Christian Watson in. I mean, this lineup got what? Three things right. Jalen Hurts smashes. Christian Watson, one off. 49ers defense. That's it. Easy game. Easy game. Good for 26 plays, 163.3 points. A nice, cheeky little 4X in the Deposit Kingdom contest. 328th. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. The Tua, ooh, the Tua triple. I honestly love the, the idea of the Tua triple in this size contest. Only 350 entries bringing it back uh double bring back so yeah just trying to nail this game going nuclear which i didn't think was a bad bet at all juan jennings george kittle brian robinson at 5.7 percent derrick henry at 5.4 percent um titans defense i guess i guess my only thing that i would probably have wanted to do here i think i would have wanted to find a way to turn derrick henry into christian mccaffrey and then maybe done a different other San Francisco secondary piece. Just knowing how big of a part of the San Francisco offense CMC was going to be. But I don't mind the idea of going all in on this game. I did think it had pretty nice potential there. But I see what you did. You did the Derrick Henry Titans defense correlation. I see what you did. I certainly see it. 208 for my Lions Homer bit lineup. Ooh, JMO. JMO, 4,700 bagel. Pacheco Swift, nice plays. Jalen Waddle, man, he burned us. Uh, AJ Brown, Alpha Game, Harrison Bryant, Punt, Flop, Jamar Chase. Yeah, Jamar Chase, it sucks. Uh, at 7,900, 16.7 points at 21% ownership. That's not going to do it. That is not going to do it. Justin rolled out a Jimmy G lineup. Let me see this. Jimmy Garoppolo to Ayuk and Kittle. Bring it back with Tyree Kill. Um... Lazard one-off. Man. He did not cross my mind once yesterday. Juju Smith-Schuster at 9.7%. Correlated with P. Ryan. One-off Zonovan Knight. And Raiders defense. Raiders defense, pretty good play there at 2,500. Hmm. Man, so this, what's interesting about this lineup is, yes, you do get in Tyree Kill, but this is, a, this is a mid lineup, right? Like everyone here outside of Tyree Kill in the 5 to 6,100 range. 
which I guess is kind of interesting conceptually since it did feel like a studs and duds day yesterday where you were trying to punt off a few spots to be able to get up to as many of these elite guys. But yeah, on a week where so many players are putting up just massive scores on the high end, McCaffrey, Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Amon Ra, Hertz, Brown, Tyreek, like all of the top scores were from elite studs. It's going to be tough to get there with a balanced lineup. Drew says this was his worst week of all time. I feel that. Mike, 308, my worst tournament. Tournament performance in the Deposit Kingdom. Okay, so we have a Herbert with Eckler, DeAndre Carter. Ooh, no Raiders. Man, I know we were having the whole bring back conversation, but ooh, if the Chargers are getting there on the road, it sure feels like one of Jacobs and Adams are smashing. ETN, Sky Moore, Harrison Bryant. Oh, man, ETN. So sad. 24% rostered in this, which isn't bad. I mean, I was honestly shocked with what the ETN ownership ended up coming in at. I was pretty surprised that all of the cash game guys got off of him. And I think that trickled down into the single entry into these contests. They all made the pivot. I believe it was to Kenneth Walker. I mean, because when you were looking earlier in the week, first of all, Travis Etienne was showing up in every single optimal lineup. Um, outside of P. Ryan, he was the best points per dollar play at the position. I guess Zonovan Knight was close. And early ownership on him was high. He, he came in like 15%, I want to say it was, in, in the big spy. I'm not sure why, why he ended up coming in so low. It must have been P. Ryan just sucking up all of the ownership. I don't know. I think ETN was a good play at 24%. And it's certainly 15% in most, most contests. We're not talking about Deshaun Watson anymore. It's just too triggering for everyone. Yeah, P. Ryan, P. Ryan sucked up all that ownership. Ugh, Harrison Bryant, 19.4%. Sky Moore, Sky Moore, 30% in the Deposit Kingdom tournament. My God. I, I say this with complete love. Sky Moore at 5%. Justifiable play, right? Maybe the role grows. Maybe it wasn't just impacted by Juju Smith-Schuster not playing a full complement of snaps. Maybe you're seeing a rookie surge. Cheap in the best game of the week at 5%, sign me up. Sky Moore at 10%. Now we're starting to enter like the Van Jefferson territory from a few weeks back where it's like, yes, it's cheap. Yes, it could easily four or five X with one or two big plays. But we're flirting with disaster. Sky Moore at 15%, a truly bad play. A bad play. Just play Christian Watson instead. Play Jawan Jennings instead. Play Tyler Conklin in the flex instead. Sky Moore at 30% is the worst fucking play of the year. I'm just going to say it. Sky Moore, who I love, who I've made highlight clips of, who is forever tethered 
to the ship chasing brand, along with other luminaries like LaVisca Chenault and JJ Taylor. Sky Moore, that Sky Moore at 30% was the worst fucking play of the year. And this is going back to when I said Rashad Penny at 70% was the worst play of the year. This is worse, guys. Sky Moore in the Deposit Kingdom tournament at 30 plus percent is the worst play of the year. And I'm completely fine if we all blame this on Davis. When I saw Wiggins, when I saw Andrew Wiggins tweet out Sky Moore scores a touchdown today, I thought I was the one who invented jumping the shark with Sky Moore. We pushed his ADP up into the fucking sixth round during Best Ball Mania. No, 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 no. All these DFS bros said, hold my beer. This guy, Sky Moore. Jesus. Well, you're right. Kenyon Drake, if I have to rank him, hmm. Kenyon Drake's worse. You're right. You're right. I take it back. I got a little caught up in my own hyperbole. Kenyon Drake, worst play of the year. Depo Deposit Kingdom Sky Moore ownership, second worst play of the year. Followed by Rashad Penny. And then me playing fucking Deshaun Watson. <sighs> All right, Kyle did a Kyle did a Patrick Mahomes team without Sky Moore. That had to take a lot of restraint. Let's see it. 239. Patrick Mahomes to Juju and Kelsey. I like that. The uh, the premium stack that no one wanted to click obviously doesn't get there. Bring it back with Chalky P. Ryan Fine. ETN. Okay, and so then you're just eat, gobbling up the chalk around it. Oh, I guess you had the double bring back. Hayden Hurst, too, who left the game early with an injury. Nico, Garrett Wilson, ETN. Did you hand build this, Kyle, or is this an opto optimizer lineup? I guess whenever I see just the stone chalk around a stack, I for, for some reason I always assume an optimizer made it. Like my guess is if you locked Patrick Mahomes double stack with two bringbacks and then optimized, you would get P. Ryan, ETN, Garrett Wilson, Nico Collins, and Steelers D. What about Bengals D at 40%? I would hate to trigger some more thought leader threads on the subject. <laughs> as soon as Silva was in, I backed off. <laughs> I'm telling you. The Canary and the Colvine. Once the non-Skymore slappies are on Skymore, that's when we need to abandon ship. Look at you. Hand building like an opto, bro. Crutches is mad that I, what, what happened here? The Deposit Kingdom winner burned their flex. You're right. Samaj P. Ryan should have been in the flex. All right, HS, I'm sorry for saying you had such a nice team. Actually, I don't even think I said you had a nice team. But you do have to refund it. $350. You can either send it to DraftKings, Deposit Kingdom LLC, or a charity of your choice. I see the guy G. Warsh. What did Warsh do? Hertz, AJ Brown, DPJ. Whoa, Austin Hooper. This is the first Austin Hooper I've seen. Honestly, not bad. If you're going to do the bring back in Tennessee and you're going to sidestep the Traylon Burks concussion, might as well bring it back with Austin Hooper. 
AJ Brown ETN. The thesis of the ETN play was to get you to Amon Ross St. Brown. That was always the thesis. Nico DPJ Mini. This is just like a very logically sound lineup. Very chalky. You get the 1.1% punt, bring back at tight end. Tight end doesn't matter, so who gives a shit? And then you, uh, I guess DPJ was kind of unique as a one-off. Most people who used DPJ had Watson with him. The thesis of the DPJ play at 4,900 was Christian Watson is ass, and he returns a punt, return touchdown. The thesis, it played out. I did see he was giving out gift cards. Warsh is always crushing. Is that you, Soccer Dave? The correct Titans bring back was Chig. I appreciate that, Doug. Doug says the stream always brings good Monday morning vibes. We're trying to balance our range of tilt and feeding the ducks, chilling out. Yeah, Evan Ingram was Evan Ingram was the dude. He made he made a lot of logical sense from a leverage standpoint too, where it's like if you're not playing any of those three Jags who are ending up in optimals, ETN, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk was like fringe optimals, but a lot of people were playing him. And it's like, how does this crater? Who could crater this for the Jags? Evan Ingram scoring a touchdown when the team doesn't have a big offensive output. I mean, that makes logical sense to me. Matt had 288th place, but wants a victory lap, a late swap. What was the late swap? Oh yeah, this looks familiar. Deshaun Watson, DPJ, Harrison Bryant, no Texans bring back. I'm guessing you pivoted to CMC and Metcalf. What did you have? You probably had, what, Pirine and Kelsey or something like that? Pirine and, I don't know, Higgins? Baker Mayfield just got released. People are already calling for Baker Mayfield to the Niners. No way. Let Brock Purdy cook. Was Dolchich really the optimal tight end yesterday? Holy shit. I didn't even realize that. That is nuts. The cash game bros, everyone had been playing Greg Dolchich. The exact same play as it was yesterday all year at like 25% ownership. Same price, same play. And then we're all finally off of him. And he puts up 14.5. Look at how fucking horrible this position is. Greg Dolchich, Noah Fant, Evan Ingram, Cole Komet, Gerald Everett, Chigakonkwo. How, how is Gerald Everett priced more than Pat Fryermuth in this economy? This is probably Gerald Everett's highest scoring game of the year. Five for 80. Connor Hayward. Connor Hayward scored more points than Travis Kelsey yesterday. Oh, yeah, and I forgot Mikel Pruitt doing what Kyle Pitts could never do, find the end zone. Shout out, Mikel Pruitt.
That is an interesting fact. Baker, number one overall pick. Purdy, literally the last pick in the NFL draft. And I bet if you went and asked every single organization right now who they would rather start at QB this week, they would all say Purdy. What a world. Life comes at you fast. Is that true? James says Purdy and the Niners are three-point favorites over Tampa Bay next week. That is wild. How the mighty have fallen. Nate says 61st place, terrible lineup. I don't know, 61st? How terrible could it be? How terrible could it be if you just got the classic 2x min cash? Justin Fields, David Montgomery, Sky Moore. Okay, so you have the Josh Palmer, Devontae Adams. You have George Kittle, Christian Watson, Sky Moore. Worst play of the year. Lions defense at at 0.6%. Lions defense was not a bad play. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I, I ran out uh, a Justin Fields lineup yesterday. I was I was choosing between Clay, Claypool and Komet. I wasn't... My thought with like the Fields-Montgomery stuff is I guess I didn't think their team total was big enough for both of them to really get there. Because you pretty much need, I mean, you need like, what, five combined touchdowns from them at that salary for those guys to both get there as a naked. I guess you probably need Fields to throw a touchdown to Montgomery. I don't know if I love that. I think I would have just rather have done Komet or Claypool and then go a different direction there at running back. But whatever, it's a 350-person contest. Yeah. This, I don't think I like this lineup. I guess you you got, so you got Watson on the bring back. Hmm. I just really don't like this Fields Montgomery here. Palmer's probably fine at 5%. Paul Mincashed, 81st with a Watson lineup, because, oh wow, Paul got on Drake London, holy shit, a one-off Drake London, you're sick, Paul, I love it, Deshaun Watson to DPJ, okay, just the skinny, and you sidestep Harrison Bryant, you bring it back with Damian Pierce, Kenneth Walker gets her, whatever. Devonta Smith was a sick one-off. Drake London, wow. And then you get up to Devonta Adams. 49ers defense. Interesting lineup. Very interesting. Man, I don't know. One-off Drake London at 4,700. That feels like a thin needle. I almost would just fucking rip it in with Mariota if I'm playing London. I don't know. What did Mariota end up with yesterday? Oh man, I'm still scrolling. 11.3 points. God, what a rug Marcus Mariota is. I mean, <laughs> Russell Wilson. How bad is this dude? 
Russell Wilson is down here with the likes of Kyle Allen and John Wolford. 22 attempts, 189 yards. This guy's just complete dust. Kyle Allen's throwing for more yards than Russell Wilson these days. I'm ready for it, Willis. I don't even think Arthur Smith isn't going to let Desmond Ritter throw the ball, and I don't even think it matters. I think we just need a change for change's sake. Hmm. Noah Fant. Oh, I guess that if you, yeah, if you factor in the price, the price uh, with the, you know, only 0.3 less, yeah. But still, Dolchich putting up 14.5 at 3,400 is not bad. Justin says, Mariota is my starting QB in season long. Had Lance and Stafford, then picked up Jimmy G. Yeah, your, your quarterbacks, that's some final destination shit right there. Oh. Yes, I've, I've seen the, the TikToks of Russell Wilson's story of finishing the season with more bathrooms in his house than touchdowns. A good content idea would have been if you were one of the Broncos players who got invited to Russell Wilson's birthday party, which I believe happened last week as well. If you go around his house and, and take photos or do a video of all the bathrooms there. When's this team just going to fully turn on Russell Wilson? Um, let's see. We got a couple more minutes here. What do we want to do? Want to look at the uh we have the Sims for tonight? What do we got? Uh fucking Bucks versus Saints. Bucks Saints tonight. Jeez, 40.5 total, Saints team total 18 and a half, Bucks total 22. Gross. What are the Sims like? Optimal captain, geez, Brady, optimal captain, 19.2%. Kamara, 15.6. Olave, 13.3. Godwin, 12.9. I do think from an input volatility standpoint, the Bucks backfield is a fun one for tonight. Leonard Fournette should be back. It looks like the Sims have it as almost a near split. Slight, looks like they have it like 55-45 in favor of Rashad White. 46% market share of rushing for White, 42% for Fournette, 8.4% market share of receiving for White, 6.8% for Fournette. I think if I'm tweaking the Sims tonight, it's probably like throttling these down in either direction and going like, what does a Leonard Fournette game look like? What does a Rashad White game look like? It looks like all of these main lineups are bucks onslaughts, though. 5 1 bucks, 5 1 bucks, 5 1 bucks, 4 2 bucks. Here's a 2 4 for Saints. But yeah, lots of bucks onslaughts here, it looks like, in The Sims. What does a Taysom team look like? A Taysom captain? This, this lineup appears three times in the 10K Sims. Taysom Hill, Kamara, Julio Jones, Evans, Suckup, Tom Brady. Yeah, because what? I believe, what, Jawan Jennings is out, right? 
or sorry, Jawan Jennings uh, still on San Francisco mode. Jawan Johnson is out. So they're actually giving giving a little bit of work here to Taysom. Maybe what is this like a 70-30 split? No, not even like a 60-40, 65-35 with Troutman and then giving him a decent share of, of rushing. How much was he showing up in the optimal flex rate? I wonder if what do you guys I wonder if Taysom Hill, it's like you either play him as captain or you like X him out. It just seems like his production is so polarized in that he either goes nuclear and they're using him just in all these different ways or he's hardly involved at all. Showing up in optimals around 10% of the time, I assume his ownership is going to be higher than that. I assume it's going to be higher than that. I don't know if uh, any early ownership projections are up on that. Um, where am I looking? Oh, yeah, I forgot we have that narrative here. Let's see. Ownership on Taysom Hill, 12%. So it looks like he looks like a neutral play as of right now. But the hand builders are going to love to jam in Taysom Hill tonight. Yeah, feel free to uh, to continue to feed the ducks. I have to head out. Um, appreciate you guys hanging out. Uh, again, big congrats to everyone in the Deposit Kingdom who shipped yesterday. Jay Fresh, I was inverted. Yosh had a nice lineup. Congratulations to all of you guys. I love you. I appreciate you. Probably won't be doing this show for a few more weeks, but I said that last week, and here I am. No, this baby will be coming soon, whether we like it or not. Have a great rest of your Monday, guys. We'll see you next time.